Welcome to the Crosspoint Podcast Yay. with Aura and David. We're, We're back. so glad that you're here <laughs> with us again. We are in part two yes. of a three-part series yes. talking about uh, race, how to be an ally, yeah. um, BOC, mm-hmm. which is a term P- I learned. P-O-C? I'm, Sorry. Is that embarrassing? Oh P- my goodness. P- P- this guy. Uh, people of color. I got it. People of color. I got it. Not POC. P. 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 That's what I meant to say. Anyway, uh, we're in the middle of this um, conversation. Yeah. That we've been very specific about saying we don't want to just do it all in one month because mm-hmm. this is a conversation that we want to have um, over a period of time so yeah. people can digest this conversation. Totally. Let's make it a habit of having these conversations. Absolutely. It's good. Mm-hmm. So um, if you haven't thus far, seen the prior two episodes. There's two. I know this is part two. It's a little confusing, but we had kind of a race episode in season one that you really should listen to first. Correct. So go back season one. Uh, We'll put that in the description. And then also uh, last month we had a conversation, how to be an ally part one. Part one. So good. Thank you. (laughs) Because Aura is a big deal. Uh, No, seriously, Aura, we did get uh, lots of comments. Good. And uh, a a pretty good number of views as well. One of One of our better podcasts podcast good. in terms of viewers uh, that we had. So so real good. Yeah, so, I would encourage people uh, to share that one also, like in your social media, like feel free to take that, like, you know, it's kind of nerve wracking even to share any race stuff on your social media, <laughs> but share that. It's a good like Christian perspective, I think, on race. So. I, I think so too. And uh, the also the other thing I think about is that um, it might make some people a little bit uncomfortable, uh, which we mentioned at the end of yeah. that episode, and that's okay. That's why we're having these conversations. And these, just to reiterate, these are conversations. Mm-hmm. We don't have it all figured out. Mm-hmm. We might say some stuff that you might disagree. Mm-hmm. We might even say stuff that later on we disagree with our own selves <laughs> totally. on. Uh, and that's okay. Again, mm-hmm. it's a conversation. Yeah. And so we want to make that the platform for kind of how we continue here. But today, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about part two of being an ally. Yes. And we're going to use the same form format that we did in the last episode. Yes. We're going to talk about a problem mm-hmm. and then we're going to talk about action steps yes. that you can take with regards to the problem. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to give you resources at the end. So yeah. let me say that one more time. Mm-hmm. We're going to have a problem that Aura is going to talk about, the problem, and then the action steps that we're going to take and then resources to help us take those action steps. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So with that as an introduction, Aura. Yes. The floor is yours. Yes. Okay. So okay. we talked about how to be an ally last time. So yep. we're just going to piggyback right off of that. Okay. So you have done the work of being an ally. You have right. recognized in yourself that you want to be an ally and that you're going to be an ally. What do you do next? Right. Because That's we said going. last time, just to reiterate, mm-hmm. to be humble and to ask God. Yes. That was kind of the homework that you had. Yes. Okay. So now So now that. you're like, okay, I'm okay. ready. What right. do I do? You're going to now have an uncomfortable conversation with a black person. Woo! Okay. Oh, boy. (laughs) That is your goal. That's what you're going to do. That's your overall goal. Okay. So we're going to talk about a couple of problems that may occur as you have an uncomfortable conversation with a black person. All right. Okay. I'm ready. All right. Okay. So the first thing that happens a lot is that you start talking instead of listening. Right. Start talking instead of listening. Yes. Okay. Can I rewind just for a second? Yeah. Okay. And that is, um, if we're going to talk to a person of color, we have to determine who it is that we're going to talk to. Correct. Right? Mm -hmm. And for some of you, that might be real challenging. Yes. Because I recognize that even our church is probably about 95% white or so. And so that might be a challenge. Yes. So 
that's going to require you to have a conversation with a person of color might mean you really taking an initiative to make that happen. Correct. Sorry, I just wanted no, to throw totally that right. out there or before we yes, got started. Yes, that's true. And right? I, I'll include that in the end too. I had that as part of a solution step too. Oh, but like, okay. this is all about having that conversation. We're going to like try to pump you up to have the conversation. And we'll also, we can talk about okay. how, how you can start searching for some more people outside of your normal sphere of influence. I knew she had the answer already. I mean. Come on. <laughs> She's pretty much a big deal around here. I mean, here. I'm okay. ready for this. So the problem, yeah. Okay, okay, so the problem is is that a lot of times when people have a conversation, they're like, hey, I'm going to talk to you about something, but before we talk, I'm going to keep talking. Right. And then like, you can talk a little bit, but right. I really want to talk to you. Did I tell you I want to talk to you? Because I've approached you, and now I have things that I want to say, because exactly. I don't understand all the stuff that's going on. Exactly. And I don't really want to hear what you have to say. I just want to kind of vomit all over the totally. things that I have. Exactly. Have you ever been around those people that just vomit the conversation ne only every day of my life Ooh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's really hard and i think um that we need to be you talked about being racially aware yeah. we also need to be socially aware totally so mm -hmm. keeping it quiet keeping it quiet so you're gonna want to talk to somebody you're gonna ask if they're comfortable having a conversation with you okay and then you want to just maybe ask them about their experiences and what their lives have been like in Johnson County and wherever you are. What's your experience like being black here? What yeah. was it? What's it been like for you? What's it like? How do you feel about everything that's going on? And then you're going to listen. Yeah. And you're just going to stop talking. That is so hard to do. It is hard. It's really hard. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what some people are going to try to do. Hmm. They're going to try to make the other person feel better by saying, well, do you know how I felt like I did this? And can I tell you that only makes it worse? Mm -hmm. am, I, am I right with that? Totally. totally. So tell them why that is not the right thing to do. Well, sometimes are you talking about like a time where you would share with me where you've made an error in? Yeah. Or like, let's say you were saying, well, man, I got I was, you know, called the N word or someone spit on me or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then that person feels empathy. And so instead of listening to you, they're thinking of a time that they experienced something very similar. Right. Does that make sense? Yes. And so then you start talking over the person. You're not listening to them. You're mm -hmm. trying to empathize with them. But really, the best way to empathize with them is not to say, well, that's happened to me, too. Totally. It's just to say, wow, Totally. I'm sorry, I'm and listening. It, totally, and this is like an example, a lot of times when people talk to me about, and people don't talk to me often about it, but when they do, a lot of times they'll bring up reverse racism, which is that example of Correct. like, well, I've actually had like a black person be like super mean to me before. Right. And they really want to bend my ear on that. Right. It's, it's pretty inappropriate. Mm -hmm. um, to them, it seems really uh, on the same page. Like it seems like an, a valid thing to be talking about. Um, Historically, it's not like it's uh, reverse racism isn't like a historical issue that's mm -hmm. occurred like racism has. Right. So historically, it's not super valid. And it's a little bit like complaining about a stubbed toe when you like you're talking to somebody who severed an arm. Right. Like it's a little like, well, do we need to do we need to focus on you right now about that? Or were you coming to talk to me about and, my things? And I think that is the point yeah. that I want to make clear. We're trying to approach with humility mm -hmm. with a person of color to have the conversation with them. That doesn't mean that you're trying to equal up on the amount of persecution that mm -hmm. you've had. You're simply trying to hear their story. Yes. At the end of the day, that's what we want. Mm -hmm. So that means asking a question, 
and being quiet. Yes, totally. Okay. Totally. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. So I think a lot of people like to bring in in reverse racism in the conversation. So that's a problem. So right. we're right. going to try to not do that. Right. We're also going to try to not bring up affirmative action when you're talking to a black person. Okay. So just for the people out there, I know yeah. everybody knows what that means, but mm -hmm. there are some people that don't know. What do you mean by what is affirmative action? Yeah. So I think a lot of people who think about it would be like, well, a black person and a white person apply for a job. Right. The black person is less qualified, but they get the job because they're black, is what I think most people think of as yeah. affirmative action. Right. Whether that's true or not. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that's what most people think of. Yeah. Just like a racial quota, right. I think, yes. is, is what yes. people think of. That's correct. But a lot of times people like to bring this up to me like it's like, but like it's all, like racism is done. Like affirmative action is here and like it's actually now unfair to me and like, so we're like, we've done it. I mean, like, I don't know what else to tell you. Like, you already get the job that I don't get now. Right. So, so we're I, past racism. Yes. And, and we've actually like already made amends. We've because, solved the problem already. Yes. And actually, you're better off than I am. Yes. Because I didn't get the job. Because I don't that, get jobs now that you get now because you're black. Black people are getting the jobs and I'm not. Yes. Right. Okay. And you'd be surprised how often somebody feels comfortable saying that, which to me is like really awkward. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're like, oh my gosh. That's probably super awkward because it's not like you instituted affirmative action. I know. Right? And like, actually, like, white people instituted it to like solve a white problem and then white people are complaining about it right like i didn't do anything right like i don't know what to tell you and i think this goes to the greater point that like you know we all find ourselves in a situation that maybe not necessarily any of us were like had a hand in actually doing but we find mm -hmm. ourselves in the middle of it anyways yeah. and we have to deal with it totally right totally. and it is what it is mm -hmm. and so uh you're just saying just to say hey well we've dealt with uh, racism and we have affirmative action and so just get over it yeah well, you're just like okay no that didn't solve the problem correct that's like trying to say that you know the law solved the problem of sin Right. Sorry. Totally. I, just totally. as a Christian exactly, thing, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. The law solved the problem. Moses had the law. And so now we know what is right and wrong. And so it fixed the problem. No, it, we're good to go. It doesn't fix the problem. Totally. Right. It's okay. a great example. Okay. Yeah. Great example. And I think that, I think that people would be like, well, I would never bring that up in conversation, but they don't realize how often that's happened to me. Like, yeah. it, very often somebody will bring it up in conversation because yeah. they're just thinking of it as conversing about race. Sure. Um, but your goal is to listen right. and not talk. That's your right. overall goal in this, is to, to get the story. To hear the story. Yes. To hear the story, to hear the story. And here at Crosspoints, we're really into stories. We're really we into tell your story, yes, tell absolutely. your testimony. So for this sure. is a great exercise for like Christians in general to be yeah. like, I'm going to learn somebody's story. Right. Okay, so listen. Um, yes. Don't try to compare your experience with a person of color uh, let them talk and share yes. their story. Uh, don't bring in affirmative action. Yes. That's not helping anybody. Correct. What, what else do we have? Okay, we're going to talk about, we, we talked about a little bit, but active listening, if you're actively yes. listening. Okay. So an example that I'm going to talk about is just um, if somebody's not actively listening because they already decided they don't believe me. Ooh, or, uh, ooh, say that one more time because <laughs> I get that with all kinds of conversations. Oh, yeah. But so I can't imagine. I'm yeah. seriously deflecting what you're saying or I'm reflecting what, I, what you're saying. I can't imagine yeah. the conversations that you've had about this. Yes. So, so if, say it one more yes, time. Yes. You're already not listening. You're not actively listening because you've already decided that you don't believe me. Right. So you're, you've already turned off. You're already ready for the next argument. Which is already 
racism. You've yes. prejudged. Totally. You've, you're prejudiced yes. by already coming and having. <laughs> you already have it in your mind, right? Yes, totally. So if you're going to ask somebody a question yes. and hear their story, don't already have in your mind. They're wrong. Let's, let's, They're ha- just... let's have open hearts and minds, people. Yes. That's all we're saying. Yes. Okay. I'm going to give an example of this okay, because I, I like giving specific examples. Yeah. This happens all of the time. I mean, how, all often, the, how often does it happen? All of the time. <laughs> all of the time. Okay. Multiple times a week. Uh, okay. No. I'm half black. I'm married to a white man. And I have children who look white. I mean, jeans, guys. I don't know what to tell you. We don't know, but they're, <laughs> they're white. They're, they're white. They, look, they look white. They look Let's white. Let's put it that yes. way. Yes. Okay. My middle child has blonde hair and green eyes. I mean, you don't get much whiter than that, they, they, right? She for sure looks okay. white. All of the time, okay. people wonder if she's adopted. They'll ask me if she's adopted. I'm They'll sure. Ask n- number why one question. She looks like that. Yeah. Which is like, you know, are you asking if I slept with a white person? Like you're like, I don't know what you're. Why? Why did? What do you mean? Why she look like? Wow. How did she get those features? Why does she look like that? Are you their babysitter? Are you? This happens to me all the you're time. You're the nanny. The nanny. Ooh, all the time. Snap. I just met one of snap. my kids' teachers, and she just did it. Of like, she's yours. Oh, how did she get those features? What do you say? It's so awkward. It happens all the time. And I will tell these stories to my friends and to my family and to be like, oh, it happened again. Very often they defend the white person that they don't know. Right. Rather than saying it. They're like. So tell me what the defense is. Yeah, they'll say like, well, they probably thought you weren't their mom because like you're young. They probably thought you're too young to have kids. Or you look so good. (laughs) Like, by the way, I'm not that young. (laughs) You you look like you're 18 years old. I know. I'm not a teen mother, just to be specific. (laughs) Um, Okay. So so that's one. You're young. Yeah, they'll just be like, well, you're really young. Or like, oh, well, I mean, she does have really blonde hair. Or something like where you're just, right. I don't understand why we're not believing my perspective of the story that this person said something racist. Right. So it's a, it's a, for, for that person, it's a shocking thing mm-hmm. and they speak without thinking. Can mm-hmm. we, let's give totally. the benefit of the doubt totally. in that regard, totally. right? And so then there's confusion and then that confusion then brings hurt. Let's yeah. just say, not mm-hmm. just for you, but other people that are in your situation. Totally. Lot, lots of like you, you use this terminology, the bee sting. Mm-hmm. There are little, there are little, little stings, stings that happen microaggressions. All, micro-aggress- all the time, those little things that happen. Totally. And over time it, it creates massive pain. Yes. Right. Okay. Totally. Okay. So help Help us in that scenario because I think that's more going to be more and more common, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. As as people of color and white people come together and they mm-hmm. have kids that next generation. Yes, I mean you're half black yourself yes. and you're half and white, my, right? My, everybody thought I was adopted from my mom. They never thought right. I was exactly. My mom. So, it's so, same, it's so same what's thing. the what's the appropriate response or from, just from your yeah. perspective? Because I'm sure there's lots of perspectives. Well, the there. person who's saying something needs to not say anything. They need to like just zip it, and you don't need to comment that my kids don't look like me. That's totally unnecessary. <laughs> By the way, I do think she looks like me, but. Um, <laughs> The uh, the person who I'm telling the story to just needs to like have empathy and listen and be like, man, I'd be really hard if everybody thought my kids weren't mine all the time. Don't try to fix it. Yes. Right. Totally. Just listen. be like, oh, oh, that sucks. That sucks. Right. Yeah. Because it, do- it does. Like that probably makes you feel really uncomfortable. Yeah. That was easy. That was it. Because right. like, <laughs> how does that make you feel as a mom? These are my kids. Yes. You're like, do you know they- how much work I did to have these children? <laughs> Like a lot of work, right. and I'm not done. Right, <laughs> I'm still doing work, and you just think I'm babysitting them? You're the nanny, Laura. You're the nanny. I'm like, oh my gosh. Ouch. Ouch. Yeah. So, how do you respond in a situation like that? You said you had the teacher that just did. Oh my gosh, it. So how, I know. How do you how do you respond? In it's that? so awkward. Be, yeah. At some points, at some point, I've like kind of just like laughed or been like, no, sure. they're mine, right. or. Um, 
and you kind of wonder if you should try to start making them feel uncomfortable so they realize that it's yeah, they maybe not be the right it. conversation. Yeah. 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 Okay. So with this particular with her teacher who just did it was like, where's her features from? And I was like, I mean, from me, like she's mine or something. And then she said two more things. And then I think she kind of realized from my reactions of being like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, she's mine. I don't want to tell you like of that. She was like. But she's got the Did you need she's to pull the out the birth gorgeous. certificate to just say, hey, listen, they're right here. I, I got you. the proof. I know. I don't know. Freshman biology, you can do some genes <laughs> yeah. and see what's going on. <laughs> um, oh but she's yeah. kind of tried to err on the other side of like, well, she's got the most gorgeous skin tone. Don't you just love her skin tone? Like, right. And then the overcomplimentary. She was trying to, yeah. Yeah, it's awkward. That. And there, there were other people there. They were uncomfortable. Yeah. The whole yeah. thing's uncomfortable. So, so the moral of the story is if you're out and about, you're shopping, you're mm-hmm. whatever, and you see a white person with black kids or a black kid with white kids, don't just assume that they're adopted. Don't just assume that they're the nanny or the babysitter. And especially if you're in some kind of relationship, teacher, boss, whatever it is. Let's, uh, it's kind of like as a pastor, I never ask if a woman is pregnant. There we go. That's a great example. Right. You just don't. You just don't. If they say something, then you say, well, I'm so happy for you. Totally. Right. There's some things just left unsaid. That's great. And if they bring it up, then that's wonderful. That's a perfect example. Is that good? That's a perfect example. All right. There you go. All right, Aurora, what else (laughs) do we got? Problem solved. Yes. (laughs) Okay. Okay, So as I'm telling you that story, it's really important that you listen to me and that you believe me. You don't just come into it with your own own opinion. Yeah. That's really huge. Don't come in with a prejudged idea. Yes. Okay. Okay, another thing is that you're so nervous of saying the wrong thing that you're like, you still don't want to have the conversation. Yeah, we had a little bit of that conversation yeah, in episode one. We did. But go ahead and let's tease that out a little so bit. So it's just really still saying, again, to reiterate the point that the best way to not say the wrong thing is to stop talking and start listening. Right. So if you're so nervous that you're going to say the wrong thing, just listen. Listen. Just listen. It's really simple. I have found in my years as a pastor that some of the most enlightening conversations that I've had are when I just simply ask questions. Mm -hmm. When I'm not offering my opinion, I'm not spouting off all the wisdom that I have. And let me tell you, I've been a pastor for 30 years. I got a lot of stuff locked up up here. Uh, But when I can shut my mouth and just ask questions and really listen, that's when I really grow as a person. Yes. And that's what you're saying. And how much do we all want to be known, by the way? Don't we all want to be known? And the way to be known is and to know somebody is to ask them and learn about them. And like everybody does desires that. Yeah, absolutely. It's just so good. It's, so. it's great. Okay. So yeah, I'm with you, Aura, so far. Okay. This is good. Okay. No pushbacks. This I know. is awesome. Okay. Okay. This is a really big one. This would be, I call it coaching the person of color where you want there. You're going to be talking to me about a conversation and okay. I'm going to react like, oh my goodness. And I'm so tired of all of these racist interactions. And you could say, your argument would come across better if you were like a little bit calmer. Okay, can you with... rewind because you really lost yeah, me? Yeah, and yeah. I think you may have lost some of our viewers. Sure. So let's let's start that one more time. Sure. So it's basically um, t- like coaching me on how I should react to a situation. So as a white person, yes. I kind of enter into the coach mode. Yes. Is that what you're saying? So I'm going to like, okay. I could be talking about something in the conversation and just being really upset and you could like try to coach me to like be like, you've got to control your emotions because you're not going to get anybody on your side. Or a calm down. Exactly. You're, the getting, calm a, down. you're getting a little animated. You're being over dramatic. Let's, 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 let's be right here. Yes. Okay. So and coaching. that is demeaning. It is. I, I, I'm saying that as yeah. a statement. I'm not asking as a question. That is demeaning. Mm-hmm. Totally. Right. Totally. And it's, uh, they call, a lot of people call it tone policing now is what's the term for it. Don't be my that. tone policeman. I can speak how I would like. Thank TP. you. Don't be TP. I know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Tone police. Okay. Tone policing. Never heard that. So okay. it's um, 
we talked about the bee sting. So for yes. me, I'm coming with a bee sting. I'm getting stung four times a day, every day. Right. It hurts. My reactions are getting stronger and stronger and stronger. Right. You might see me get stung by a bee, and then I'm going to react. And you're going to be like, why are you re It's just a bee sting. Can you calm down? What's up with that? But you don't, you're not getting the history because you haven't spoken to me. You're not, yeah. you're not getting the history of why my reaction might be appropriate for the scenario. Yeah. But you're judging my reaction and trying to control the, the environment in the scenario with like my, with my tone making you uncomfortable or, or something like that. Can I share just a quick story as Please. an aside? My son, 14 years old, mows yards. Okay. Okay. Mows his grandmother's yard. He was out mowing the yard the other day. And I wasn't there, my wife was there. I got a call and, and my wife doesn't freak out at all, but she's like, oh my gosh, Jack got stung by a wasp. Oof. He didn't just get stung by a wasp, he ran into the house and started crying, freaking out, oh, no. okay? And my wife is like, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Fre he's freaking out. Yeah. The wasp got stuck in his pants. No. Oh my God. Oh, yes. She out. takes him into the bathroom and they're pulling oh off gosh. all oh the clothes gosh. and he is stung multiple times oh all up and down. And so it, I'm just trying to bring in the uh, illustration yes. into reality. If my wife had said when he walked into the house, just calm down. You need to be calm. Relax. It's not that big of a deal. Relax. Yes. I mean, that's what you're yes, saying. Totally. People are getting stung and like, mm -hmm. listen, we, we don't need to say calm down sometimes. Yes. We need to allow them to emote, to be able to share what is totally. really going on in their hearts. And that's part of listening. Totally. If my wife hadn't listened to Jack, he would have kept getting stung. Totally. Even worse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, so totally. I'm just trying to no, like affirm your point. Yes. Like, uh, yeah, this and is it important. is a lot. I think in general, there's a, a stereotype that, which may or may not be appropriate that black people maybe are louder or more intense or more boisterous. And um, so in general, I think that that people group, like people like to tone police that people group. Yeah. Um, and especially if we're passionate about something like not being a sinner involved in racism, then like, right. yeah. then, well, you know. Yeah, I mean, as a missions pastor 18 years, every culture has different, I think, personality traits. And it's not across the board. These are broad generalizations. Mm -hmm. But I think Hispanic people as well, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, you know, they like very vibrant colors that mm -hmm. are different probably than plain white Caucasian people. Mm -hmm. And it's easy for us to kind of go, well, don't act like that. Again, it's the same conversation that we had last time. Yes. Right? It's like, don't tell me that I have to be different than who God created me to be. Exactly. Right? Totally. Okay. Yeah. Totally. Okay. This Sorry, I'm getting you off on no, tangent no, no, here, but I thought this was good. Okay. I think this is my last problem when okay. you're, we're talking about uh, coming to a conversation okay. with a person of color. We're going to come, you and I are coming to the table to have this conversation, and we're coming with two different histories um, when we approach the table. And yeah. this is really, this really is, important. Yeah, this is super important. So okay. like in schools, in homeschool, in your family, we're all taught the history of racism and in America, right. which is the Middle Passage, slave, slavery, uh, then Jim Crow laws, right. you know, Lincoln, white people save us all. And then then MLKJ comes in and we are finally free. And it's, right. we're done, we did it. Affirmative action, success. It's kind of like the Martin Luther King Jr. is the pinnacle of kind of the yes. race thing. Like that was the time when it was kind of all got solved. Yes. Jim Crow was done, mm -hmm. Martin Luther came in. So now, so, now yes. we can move on. We did it. Right. Okay. Everybody rejoice, we are all patriots. Okay. That's kind of the, I think overall what everybody like learns. Sure. And then like black people might learn separately from stories taught down to their, from their families, from their own experiences. Yeah. This is not school now. We're talking yes. about family, family history, histories. which is 
as powerful or more powerful than what we learn in school. Right. Okay, so I'm sorry. So now we're coming with family history, with our own experiences, and we're coming to have this conversation with totally separate histories, not on the same page at all of what's going on. So we're talking about, I'm coming and I'm thinking Emmett Till, and I'm thinking Claudette Colvin, and I'm thinking, you know, all these other names. And And can I be honest, I've never even heard those names. Yeah. and I I don't know who they are. Right. I'm thinking like, the Tulsa race riots with Black Wall Street. Which I'm thinking. I just heard about yeah. that like six months, six months ago. Yeah, crazy. Oh my goodness. Went to school in Tulsa. Hey, and they never, you never. We're gonna about put it. a link in the description because that's something you should know about. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. Sorry. Go ahead. So we're coming to the table with these, even with Trayvon Martin's. With like, we're coming to the table with these yeah. that that our white counterparts are not coming to the table with. It's right. so important as we talk about these histories, these different histories, that we start to try to get on the same page when we're coming right. to the table to converse. So I think that's that's some that's a, a step that we need to be taking taking together and realizing maybe that you didn't learn everything you don't know everything just from your school experience. Correct. And it's so important because you need to be there to learn from a black person and and they they might be willing to share what their parents went through what their grandparents went through what they went through to be like it's not it's not that separated it's not that far removed this is what my life is like. Yeah. Again, this is why these conversations that Aura is asking you to have are so critical because you're going to learn a history that you that you don't know anything about. You never learn. It's really true. Yes. Uh, One of the things that I loved, again, going. I know I mentioned this in in episode one, but Pastor Don, being a pastor here, African American, twelve years as this lead pastor here, um, I, I, for those twelve years that he was pastor. Um, I had never heard his history my entire 30-some years of life. Yeah, His history was completely different than mine. Mm -hmm. And you talk about growing in 12 years. Holy smoke. Thank you, Pastor Don, if you're watching all that you did to kind of help help me as well. And uh, yeah, it's a totally different history. Mm -hmm. And the only way to learn that history is to have conversations and to be quiet and listen. It really is true. And it, it makes you go, Yes. I had no idea. Because you think, who wrote the history book? Was it a black person who was working on a plantation? It wasn't. No. Like, you know, so it's just, it's really, really interesting. And I I love to throw out some stats because I just think they're interesting. But in 2017, this is a poll done in 2017, only 8% of high school seniors could identify slavery as a central cause of the Civil War. Yeah, only 8%. 8%. You know, these stats like this just floor me. I know. Only 8% realized that the Civil War was because of slavery. I mean, the central cause. Totally, because I can guarantee that it's drilled in. I know it. States' rights. That's what's drilled into your head Mm. rather than slavery. So it's, I don't know. Two-thirds don't know that it took a constitutional amendment to formally end slavery. Yeah, that's crazy. They didn't understand that it was built into the Constitution. Built into it. And it had to be changed. Amended. Amended. Changed. Amended. Mm -hmm. Right. Crazy. It was not written for black people. They had to change it. Fewer than one in four can correctly identify how the provisions in the Constitution gave advantages to slaveholders. Right. Yeah. So we're talking about 25 percent of Mm -hmm. high school kids can't even understand that within the Constitution Mm -hmm. that was written in, you know, 1779 or whatever it was right after the revolution, 1776, right, that they built into this Mm -hmm. whole thing that there were advantages for landholders, white, white White plantation landholders. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. Crazy. Yes, they don't know that. They don't. They don't know that. Yeah. And then you're coming to the table, being like, "You need to be a patriot, and you need to care about all these things." And black people are coming to the table, being like, "That actually wasn't written for me. Like, you right. guys had to kind of shove me in there." Like, right. Right. so it's just really interesting. It can help conversation a lot if we came to the table with the same, yeah, with the same histories. Yeah. So, 
Should we talk about action steps? Yeah, I think we should. So that okay. was a, th those were a lot of problems. Lot I of think problems. we need to walk through those. I think that's really important. So mm -hmm. now, yeah, let's 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 do that. Let's talk okay. about some solutions. What yes. are action? What what can we actually do? Okay, so we really the the first thing is you want to ask somebody if you you can have a conversation with them. Number one, You're just, and it's really not that difficult of a thing to do. Totally, it's you can totally do being it. humble enough to say. Hey, Aura, can I have coffee? Can yeah. we do a coffee? Or, yeah. or a Zoom meeting. Zoom meeting. I was just going to say, yeah. or Zoom as well. Yeah. And, okay. And you want to be up front and say like, hey, I I'm really would like to learn about your story. Can I have to stop? Because as a pastor, I get this all the time. People want to meet with me and they don't want to tell me what they want to talk about. <laughs> no. That really irritates me. If you're going to have a conversation, oh, yeah. let them know what it's about. I want to be prepared. Yes. Yeah. Let's, let's be. You would want that. I guarantee you. So totally. say, hey, listen, <laughs> I, I, I want to hear your story. I'm mm -hmm. white. You're a person of color. I would just I honestly really want to hear your story. Yes. Okay. That's great. So, so it's number, really, one. number one, <laughs> number one. Okay. And I will say, I wouldn't say with all the current events that have taken place, the number of people who like reach out to be like, Hey, how are you doing? Are you okay? There's like a lot going on. Very minimal, very small amount. Wow. And it's, it's, I mean, my life is more, way more affected than your life. Or, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, For Oh my sure. goodness. It's really interesting how hard it is for people just to take that small step of just, just to a even check say, in. how are you feeling about yeah, all this? Like, are you doing okay? I know it probably affects you a lot. I'm looking at you. <laughs> all right. Okay. No, okay. seriously. That's so good. It's, it's so, simple. Simple so text easy. message. Yeah. It's almost Christian. Oh my goodness. Almost Christian. Almost <laughs> Christian. Okay. So that's good. So we're going to have a conversation. You're just going to text. You're going to ask yeah. somebody. They might not be willing to have a conversation with you. If well, you then I'm going to get offended and hurt and walk <laughs> off and never talk to that person of color You're ever again. Done. That's they, not the Christian response. I was it. that was tongue in cheek. <laughs> just to be clear, no. Yeah. If they, if they, if you get rejected, that, I mean that's just part of life. That's part of life. You right. got to try again, and right. potentially you haven't proven yourself to be an ally from episode right. one. So you right. need to keep working on that. Right. Okay. Um, so that's a fair thing. Somebody might be like, I just that I'm too overwhelmed by the state of the world. I can't talk about it right now. Yeah. That could yeah. be fair. So just yeah. try somebody because, else. Try again. Because you yourself have been in that situation. We totally. we had this conversation going back a couple months ago. Mm -hmm. You were just like, I, I, I'm, I'm I'm out. out. I'm done. Yes. Yeah. Totally. And that's great. Yes. And yeah. give them the margin them and the, the freedom to do that. Totally. Yeah, totally. Totally. Okay. All right. So you need to have a conversation. And, and it's really important when you're having this conversation that you're listening <laughs> to the people right. in the conversation. Right. And it just hear their stories. Ask about what what it was like. If they have any specifics of like, was your childhood crazy? Like, have, have you experienced racism at all? Do you think it's real? Do you right. like right. just anything? And it. I think it would just blow people's mind to actually have a conversation with a black person. Right, right. Like, I think it would just be like, oh. Where you're really listening. Yeah, yeah. I think it'd be just really good. That's and good. for black people out there, people of color, these conversations, it's not like they don't suck. They do suck. It's awkward because you're just like nervous that you're going to like maybe offend them or like you're maybe you're, you weren't measured enough as you want to be. Mm. And you're nervous even about like, I didn't even like tell my own stories for so long with right. my like walk. I didn't talk about getting spit on or called the N-word or followed around in stores or people thinking I'm stealing from them. I never talked about it. It's really hard to do, but it's so powerful. Just like your Christian testimony, it is so powerful to tell the truth of your story of being a black person and what your actual life is like. It will change people's hearts and their minds if you're willing to tell them. And I think it's That's so good. important that we step out and try to take that step to do it. That's good. That's a good admonition. It really is. Thank you. Thank you. That's great. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about what do you do if you don't know a person of color? Yeah. Which, which I brought this up earlier in the podcast. Yes. So help us out with that. Okay. 
it's a problem if you don't know a person of color. I know there are lots of people watching that don't. Yes. I mean, it's just, and, and I and I get it, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we live in a community that is, you know, yes. pretty, right. So, but help us. There's got to be ways around yes. it. Yes. Kansas City, super diverse. So if you're just in your little sphere that's not diverse, really easy. You don't even have to go that far. It's awesome. It's really nice. <laughs> okay. Our church even, one of the reasons that my family decided to like, continue attending this church is that I liked seeing how many black people were here. Like that was a big thing for right. me from other churches that we visited in Joko. I was like, in Johnson County, I was like, wow, well, Cross Points actually has like a lot more black people than other churches. Right. So, and and then to be fair, we don't even have a whole lot. True. Right. True. Very true. So, yeah. I'm just, you know, not yeah. patting ourselves on the back, yeah. but, but you're just saying that even in other churches, even far less than that. Totally. Which again, just goes to the whole Johnson County thing that there's yeah. just, it's not that diverse. Mm -hmm. So, so help so us. So what say, do we do? If you're, yeah. if you're coming to church, if you're attending church, sit mm. in a different section. Okay. Sit in a different Whoa. section. Whoa. Hold it. Whoa. Hold it. Hold it. <laughs> churches have been split over people when to sit in the same seat. But I always sit there. Exactly. <laughs> you're, saying, you're saying move. 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 Sit in a different section. Right. You meet somebody else. Go find all of somebody. a sudden you're like, hey, yeah. you want to have coffee? Oh my gosh, you just made a black friend. What? It was so easy. You wow. did it. Okay. I know. Empowerment. Okay. Or there's going to be a lot of people that are going to want to sit around. <laughs> <laughs> like, no. No. I know. I'm busy. Aura I'm is <laughs> not just the token black person at Cross Points. Okay, there are more plenty than... of other people yeah. here to encounter. Yeah. Um, another thing you could do Or is, Asian or Hispanic and oh, all yeah, that too, right? So yes. let's be clear on that multi -pot, too. Multi-pot. Yeah, multi-pot. Um, okay. There are, you could go to a, a ton of black-owned restaurants okay. in Kansas City. There's You could go on Instagram. There's at KC Local Eats. They have a whole list of black-owned restaurants in Kansas City. And you could make it a point that that's where you're going to eat at. Whenever you go out to eat for the next 90 days, you're going to eat at a black-owned restaurant. Guess what? You're probably going to see other black people there. Right. You're going to like, and then... You just very casually, you've interacted with a black person, like what you haven't done. That's awesome. That's great. Can I also say this? I think uh, doing that, and I challenge you, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw out a challenge. Mm, I'm excited. At least once, go to an all-black restaurant. One of these big, because you know what you're going to find? You're going to find that you're the minority. You're going to find out how uncomfortable hold, my life is and, on a day. And that's, and that's what I'm going to say. <laughs> you're going to understand that uncomfortability when you walk in and you're like, oh, I'm the only white person in the room. Mm -hmm. Now think about how Aura feels every single day. Mm -hmm. I'm not joking. Like I've traveled overseas. I've been there. It's super uncomfortable when you stand out like a sore thumb totally. and you know that you're the only white person. And you're it's, like, should I, how should I say that word? Should I talk, like, should I talk normally? Should I like do anything? You're just so, you're the, analyzing you're in, everything. In the brain. Yes. <laughs> so I challenge you, you want to know what it's like to be in Aura Shoes or any other person of color. Go to mm -hmm. an all black restaurant and see how you feel. And it, it'll be good. You may feel super comfortable and that's great, but yeah. I think it helps put you in the other person's shoes. Okay. Yes. Sorry. I had, yeah. to, I had to take that as an aside. And then another thing you could do, you could even start going to different libraries. You're a library goer, go to the Kansas City Library, go so, to a different library. There's so many great. small things of changing your normal pattern of where you you go a different grocery store there's like black there's you know african grocery stores just like you can go to like a, a hispanic or mexican grocery store to get something specific yep. go to a black owned grocery store and ask them for a recipe be like hey i want to like make something i've never made before you're talking to a black person you're paying at a black person establishment there's so many good things and then all of a sudden that's such that's a it. Or that's a, i really like that as oh, an idea no seriously <laughs> like asking for a recipe that's mm -hmm. a common thing that anybody could do yes people right? love sharing that too totally. they're like oh i'd love to give you a recipe i like it <laughs> yeah i like it a lot okay so those are just some examples okay. of, of what you can do there perfect any you have anything else or are we going to move okay, on okay this is to, our last okay, our last, last one. step okay if if you're not even ready to you have you're gonna you want to practice for having your conversation with a black person okay 
you can just easily practice listening versus talking. So simple. Okay. Dinner table tonight with your parents, with your kids, with your spouse, give it a shot. Oh, so you're saying in the comfort of your own, own home, home, right? Yep. Or if you're in an apartment with somebody mm -hmm. or whatever else, you're dorming with somebody, yes. ask a question and keep your mouth shut. And give it a shot. See if you can do it. That's good. Just be like, I'm just gonna like practice. It. I'm like just gonna it. be like, I'm ready for the next thing. Yeah. Just learn about somebody's life. So it's gonna good. go great. You're gonna be awesome at it and you'll be like, Hmm. Oh man, I really wanted to talk and I didn't. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so why don't we go on now to the final phase? We're yes. talking about resources. resources. Give us some more resources. I thought your resources last time were awesome. Oh, thank so you. what? What else? Okay, you got? this is a really good one. It's a whole series on YouTube. You can just put it in the YouTube search bar called "Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man." Okay. So good. There's so many that you could watch. I would recommend watching all of them. So good. Again, so instructional. they'll be in the description below, so you won't have to worry about that. But yes. Conversations with a black man. Yes. Okay, great. And then another thing, um, there's a really popular young adult book. You don't have to be a young adult to read it. Anybody can read it. Um, <laughs> called The Hate You Give um, mm. by Angie Thomas. Okay. And this is like something that is really popular for like most people to read right now oh, of really? any race. Okay. So it's a really good one to read because you could like, conversationally start talking to people about what they're reading or like, have you read that book or what you thought about that book? Okay. And it's easy. It talks a lot about like police brutality and the black girl's uncle is a black police officer. So there's a lot of like different okay. um, aspects in the book that are really good conversational topics to have on hand if you like a good thing in your pocket. That's good. Uh, give us the title of that one more Yeah, time. it's called The Hate You Give. The Hate You Give, okay. Yeah. I think I have heard of that. I obviously really I haven't read it yet, but I've it's heard, also a heard movie. It. So if you're not, uh, not, if you can't read it. We got to give people <laughs> options here. There's not a lot. Of, I mean, some people are not readers. Right. The Hate You Give, is that I on do. Netflix? Do we know? I don't know. I don't we'll, know. It's not. We'll, no. we'll figure out where it is and give a, link, a yes. link in that. You can buy it or rent it or whatever. Yes. So, okay. Okay. And the other thing, because we talked about trying to get on the same page with history, so important. Ooh, yes. So I'm going to recommend yes. a couple books, yes. two okay. books. That's good. One is going to be called The Color of Law, and it's the forgotten history of our, how our government segregated America. Yeah. The Color of Law. We'll link it. Yeah. And the other one is called Stamped from the Beginning. And they're two really, really solid books about just the, uh, the histories that a black person would be coming to the table with. Um, to, to discuss. So good. Yeah. So good. I'm going to throw out one more Please. that we didn't talk about, but the other one is called The Color of Compromise. Mm -hmm. uh, that's actually a book that we're going to be reading through as part of our Connect Group series as well. And basically, um, I think it's uh, Josh uh, Tisby is the author. He talks about the silence of the white church in America throughout our whole history when it mm -hmm. comes to uh, African-American uh, in, in, in the United States. A, a great book. I'm actually about halfway through it. Uh, lots and lots of information. Uh, if you want to, you can sign up. Uh, we'll put a link in our description as well for uh, a couple of small groups that are going to be uh, coming out and actually talking about that very thing. And we have a person of color and Pastor Andy, they're going to be leading it together oh, and awesome. kind of talking it through. So mm -hmm. it'll be a great conversation. It's a Zoom, it's a Zoom uh, small group, so mm -hmm. you can join wherever you're from, uh, even if you're out of state, uh, click yeah. the link in there and it'll be a great book to walk through. So that's, that's awesome. another option as well. No, that's okay. great. Yeah. Yeah. So guys, I want to encourage you guys that you can do this. This is your week. You're going to do it. You're going to turn off this podcast and you are going to text somebody and ask them if they're going to, if they can have coffee with you. You're about to do it. You can, you can do, do this. it. Yes. yes. Or go to a black restaurant. Yes. Yeah, you can I mean, do it. That's that Start is even, even easier. Yes, come even on. Easier. You can do yes. that. Yeah. You can do it. We're so excited. Wow. We'll come at you some more with some more race topics in the future. But in yep. the meantime, 
Go for it. Okay, great. So <laughs> if you haven't already, we want you to subscribe. Yes, like. Smash the like button. Yes. Don't just like it. Smash that smash like button. It. Review us. Yes, please do. Comment. Yes. Hey, do we've, got, we've gotten some comments and some questions on the last episode. So keep those comments coming. We love them. That really helps us so that we can have more of a dialogue too. So thank you so much for joining us. Or what else you want to say to the people out there? To the, your fans out I there. Mean, Black Lives Matter. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. We'll see you next time on the Cross Points Podcast. <laughs>